0: And now this is the DDT wrestling podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson.
1: Doc Manson at Doc Manson.
0: Yes. How do you feel yes, about DC Ghost? Matthews at you- the DC Matthews? That's my name. And I'm responding to you enthusiastically, bringing some energy to this show. And I totally just railroaded you. What were you going to ask me?
1: Well, it is 2.30 in the afternoon, which is a very unusual time for us to be having a conversation. Wow. How
0: I do still you... have energy at this time of day. That's amazing.
1: There, there you go. You'll have to bring your setup to work. And in between lectures, we'll record a podcast. Of
0: course. That will work out perfectly. No
1: problems I see, there. I see no fault at all. You, of course, I... will still be in class also. I'll walk out. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about ghost peppers?
0: They're the little ones, kind of like a dark red, right? Yeah. I don't love them, but I do love their use as a seasoning in Chinese cuisine.
1: Okay. They're too hot to just
0: eat otherwise, but.
1: Yeah, I was on social media and a local barbecue restaurant. I don't know if you have ever been. Um, but we have gone and gotten food from there a couple of times. There's a local um,
0: barbecue restaurant?
1: You know, in, in the greater Hartford area, yes. It's not necessarily local to you, but fairly oh, is it close. Blues? Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. yes. Um, they advertise they have a, a food challenge. And it was the ghost pepper barbecue sauce that caught my eye and made me want to mention it. So we have to understand. I want to know. I don't want to talk to Doc Manson now because yeah. I know there are a multitude of reasons. But prime Doc Manson. mid right, my brain, I'm traveling
0: back in time approximately 20 years. I'm going to maybe yeah. go into that 20-year-old, 23, somewhere in that
1: vicinity. Mid, mid-20s, you know, Doc Manson where you could... All right, let me just, the beginning character here. The food food could just disappear.
0: All right. Hey, DC, fuck you. I don't even fucking like you, you fucking asshole, you piece of fucking shit.
1: I missed you. (laughs) All right, here we go. It's a sandwich. A one-pound bread roll.
0: Nothing, nothing. I can can eat that in my sleep. Two
1: pounds of brisket. Up to
0: three pounds. All right. Looking to have a little bit of a challenge. I like it.
1: Two pounds of pulled pork.
0: And I just shit myself (laughs) out of excitement. So tell me more.
1: Uh, A pound of coleslaw.
0: All right. It's going to help bring everything down a bit. Yep.
1: Ghost pepper barbecue sauce. It's hot. And a two-pound side of mac and cheese.
0: Okay. First of all, there's... Honestly, no feasible way that I can eat this. Um, yes. There's it's the quantity of food is beyond what I could fit in my stomach. I would say up to three pounds, I would feel like there's a chance. Mm-hmm. But this is we're at what, what six pounds, seven pounds of food? What is it? Eight. Not a
1: chance. Zero. And you only have and you only have forty five minutes.
0: Yeah, zero percent chance. I mean, in fairness, if you're going to eat eight pounds of food, you're going to have to do it in forty five minutes because you got to get it all in before. Your bodies can send the signal that, hey, there ain't no room left. Um, So that's your best bet is just to plow through it. But I've never been a large enough man to put away eight pounds of food. There's no way.
1: I I think if it was a team challenge and 20-year-old, 20-something-year-old DC and Doc, after I fixed my stomach, which I broke in my late teens. (laughs) Yeah. I think we might have been able to handle it.
0: Yeah, and you know, honestly, the ghost pepper barbecue sauce—it depends on how much of it is applied to the meat and all that. Because I think if you were—if it was a reasonable amount of sauce that was mixed in with that pound of coleslaw, that would cut the heat substantially. Because significantly, like I, I think yeah. that would be doable potentially. Unless yeah. it's just dripping in red barbecue sauce, in which case.
1: Yeah, I. Neither of us are food challenge people. Like, even if somebody was like, "Here, eat this large pizza," I'd be like, "I can't."
0: Back in the day, I definitely would have loved to do some food challenges, and I definitely I did. Uh, I did the avalanche at a local ice cream place, which was like a giant amount of ice cream. They gave you a T-shirt when you successfully completed it. Um, Twelve scoops of ice cream, six toppings, whipped cream, cherry, nuts. It was like it was they put, they served it in like a gallon bucket. I don't know
1: what it was. Yeah. It was awesome. But even that, I I remember the, yeah, the local pizza place had some, it was essentially a giant calzone and, you know, they had like seats in one of their restaurants. They had one on campus. They had seats on the restaurant where they had like ropes, almost like it was a wrestling ring. It sort of thing. And, it was a two-person thing, but it was a giant pizza. It was essentially two giant overstuffed pizzas on top of each other. You that know, was so on our was. campus? They, they had one, I think so. I didn't
0: know that. I might have tried it if I had been aware of it at the time.
1: Yeah. before I feel like it was there before they started really updating everything. Huh. You know, so but I remember going there kind of over by... The, the Calzone place and the the Chinese place sure. that, that yeah. neck of the woods uh, I'm Bob. never aware of that but either way well it is it is like you said it's two in the afternoon we both probably have a bit more energy than Fuck when it's 630 you de-
0: oh wait sorry let me go back to being 40 year old so I don't have to be quite so aggressive and uh insulting to you and your your person let me let me mellow back out here for a second.
1: What what's new? <sighs> there we go. What do you what are you munching on first things first? Can you buy crackers. Crackles. nuggets? Okay. Fair enough. I didn't know if this was going to be week three of Animal Crackers.
0: They're delicious.
1: What's been going on? How is how is gearing up?
0: I haven't really started gearing up yet, to be honest. Um Well,
1: are, do you have your paperwork? I do not to be able to well, then there you go.
0: Yeah. I at some point I feel like uh, I have got to Seek somebody out face to face in person to be like, hey, um, you know, if I don't have a contract come Monday, the 28th, I'm not going to be in the classroom. You know that, right?
1: Yeah, you I, I don't know what they expect. Do they expect you're just going to go in and wait for it and uh-huh. not get paid because they can't pay you?
0: That's the that's the next question I have. So my question is: Am I should I be expecting a interruption in my payments? Should I expect to not have a paycheck for two weeks or a month or mm. two months? These are important things. That's a good assholes,
1: question. and I I don't want to assume that these people are being you know intentionally sneaky, but. Yeah, you know, if all of a sudden they give you a contract, but it doesn't start till a certain date, there might be a gap in...
0: I mean, even if... I, I bet you the date will be the proper date no matter when they actually get the contract to me, even if that date is before when I get the contract. But the problem is, by the time it gets processed, I likely will have missed at least a pay period. And I have no doubt that they will give me a lump sum once everything processes. But the way things work working for institutions like this everything is at least 2 weeks delayed so yeah. if i miss one and then there's a 2 week delay i won't have You're my missing. pay at least
1: for a month yeah and and the assumption that people you know i assume in your giant manor estate that you probably have a cushion to get you through maybe a small period if you did sure. not get paid but that's a, you can't assume that everybody is doing that. There are people who are living paycheck to paycheck.
0: One hundred percent. It doesn't seem doesn't seem very smart on their behalf. Well, I should probably have made oh, a fuss to somebody this week, but
1: over the years we have heard many things about the things your place of employment does that doesn't make a lot of sense. So
0: it, it really doesn't make any sense.
1: But whatever. But yeah, because last time we talked, I think you were talking about potentially going in next week to start yeah. you know, getting a syllabus ready. Have you have you removed that notion from your head?
0: I mean, I'm probably going to do it only because if I don't do it, what am I gonna do?
1: You know what I mean? Enjoy an, enjoy another week being home. And right, relaxed. but then I get a contract,
0: and... like let's say I get the contract like the the Friday before classes start, like then what uh, I guess I could just be like, well, no class on Monday because I have to take this time to actually put together my syllabus. Like, I guess I could do that, but I don't think people would be very happy with me if I did that.
1: Well, then you direct them to the people they should be more upset with, which would be your place of employment. Yeah, no, that's fair. But I get what you're saying. I, I have gone into my school, despite the fact that I do not get paid extra for this. I have gone into my classroom now four or five times in the last few weeks to either drop stuff off or get things set up or you know so i've probably put in 10 or 12 hours of volunteer work um but it's for the same reason so that you know at the end of august when i go back i'm not running around like the proverbial chicken uh i actually have some things in place yeah
0: All right, well, uh, you know, go to the territory, I
1: don't know, whatever. The things that people just... these. you probably have never
0: missed a payment.
1: We have had years where there have been gaps. Either, you know, something happened or we switched payroll. We we have done that, where we switched payroll companies and supposedly the payroll company was delayed in getting us our paychecks. And so... They were, you know, you won't get your first paycheck till mid September. Um, please contact us if you know this is a problem and we can talk about alternative arrangements and all of that type of thing. That happens every now and then because they always keep, you know, fi- trying to find a cheaper option for sure, yeah, payroll and all of that. We just got something. Recently from our payroll person being like, so just so you all know, this is when we'll start taking our insurance and deductions out. So please be advised. And it's like, okay, what, whatever. Just send me my money, please. I'll advise you of this. If you had a choice, would you rather get your paychecks, however you get them, biweekly, monthly, whatever, however it works for you, uh-huh. or... Would you like to, as you leave every lecture or office hours, somebody is standing by the door handing you an envelope with money?
0: I mean, if they're going to hand me an envelope with money and it's under the table and I don't have to pay taxes on it, I'll choose that.
1: I'm just reminded of those going, again, back to our 20-something selves. The end of a weekend and this farmer hands you an envelope with you know, $240 in it. And it's like, thanks for all the hard work. And you feel (laughs) like a king. Sure. Because I'm like, yeah, I we've had that discussion. My wife and I where if they paid us daily, it would help me get up and get back in. Would it or
0: would the amount that you earn daily be so little that you would feel like it wasn't worth it? Uh, Would it be demoralizing to be like that was $70 or what? It might be more than that, but.
1: I better make more than $70 a day. Yeah, I mean, you probably so, do. But. <laughs> um, but yes, I think I could see what, because again, I know what I make, but then you take everything out. Like once they're like, oh, well, we had to take out your insurance and your dues and your taxes and all of that. Yeah, I would definitely Especially have on one of those days when you had a
0: hard day, a difficult kid, a bad news for the administrator, some sort of bullshit thing yeah. they're making you do. And you're like. Today was not yeah. worth this. I, I think amount I, would, of
1: money. I would definitely, there would be times where I'd walk out and be like, you hold on to that. I won't be here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right? You, you, can, you can keep that, whatever it would be. Yeah. Probably $250 or whatever it is. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. What vegetable do you trust the least?
0: Probably the Eggplant.
1: I, was, I don't know if it I, even means
0: vegetable anymore or if it means penis.
1: Not on not on uh, the phones, yeah. I don't think anyone has ever I don't know the last time someone used an eggplant emoji to actually talk about the food. It was
0: definitely somebody's grandmother though.
1: That's true. I just got a phone. Let me use this emoji. I'm going to I'm going to boil the eggplant, so I'm going to do the water droplets next to the emoji and we're going to have a peach cobbler for dessert. Oh
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going to be delicious.
1: And that's when we took grandpa's phone away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I found a awkward conversation starters, and that was one of the questions. Which vegetable do you trust? What the about least? you? And I was like, To <sighs> in my thinking, it has to be a vegetable that I eat that is not reliable. And I think in that sense, I'm going kind of with a cucumber because you, you know, you have to be sure. I really hate a cucumber that is just like 70% seeds.
0: Mm. I They sell some cucumbers here, which I think they call English cucumbers. Yes. And they tend to have more seeds and they tend to have more of a bitterness, I think, flavor to them. I don't know if that's actually representative of the English cucumber. UK besties, maybe let us know. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't prefer those.
1: Yeah, I need, you know, because I don't like the seed, so I will, you know, have the the cucumber the long way and then take a spoon to kind of scoop it out, and then you're like, I, I Is this have...
0: why you don't like tomatoes? Is it a seed thing?
1: Yes, because I will say, I will now, like we make this corn relish, and I will take tomatoes, like cherry tomatoes, I cut one of the tips off, I go over to the sink, and I squeeze the seeds out, and then I dice it, and I'll eat that. Okay. It is it is honest and I don't like the big, you know, the big tomato. I like the cherry tomato if I can get it mostly seeded. I don't like the I'll big tomato. Don't like the big. <laughs> tomato. I need a I need a reasonable sized tomato, please. Cherry
0: tomatoes That's- are delicious. You just well, you wouldn't do it, but you can just pop it in your mouth and then you you, you squeeze and it gives you that spurt in the back of your mouth throw oh man no, it's so I do sexy. not like i
1: i do not like anything spurting in the back of my throat that's not true i only like one thing
0: <laughs> ah yeah cream Those puffs is, and éclairs they're delicious
1: the big uh the big expo you know the new england state fair essentially is happening in a couple weeks you going
0: i haven't even thought about it until just now um i don't know maybe I don't know. I'm not sure the the last time we went. Probably. Yeah.
1: Did we go after
0: COVID? I don't know if we have.
1: We might have. Our local bakery, which is just down the road here that we, um, they are going to be at this big expo. Um, And so I mentioned it. The last time we can vividly remember going, we spent two hours in traffic and eventually turned around because we just were defeated.
0: We did that one year when we tried to go on a weekend. Yeah. Since then, we just take a random like Tuesday off, and we'll go, and no traffic.
1: That's what we do. Yeah, the problem is because it's the beginning of the school year. That is a difficult time, right. To take, you know, it's day six with my students. Oh, hey, you have a son. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. but I would like to go. You know, I, I was, we were talking Here is an yesterday. Idea. What if you? Okay.
0: What if you just didn't care about your students? Just just a little bit, like for a day, say. And then you took that day off and you went with me and this Manson and, you know, Mrs. Not Mrs. Matthews.
1: Mrs. Matthews. Essentially, OK, but I get what you're and saying. I appreciate it. Yeah. That. And we went. I'm open to it this year. We have, we have decided we have to start using some, you know, I have a backlog of sick days, not a ton, but given that we don't have children and my parents at this point, hopefully, are not, you know, aging poorly, the need for this many sick days is probably not a ton. So... There are temptations to start using them and just being like even if it's a let's just catch up on some household stuff so we don't feel overwhelmed. Sure, but sure. Maybe. Maybe maybe I would probably have a better chance of convincing my wife to go if if I knew if I could say we may be stuck in traffic, but we could be in a car with the Mansons so at least we'd have people to talk to.
0: <laughs> no, 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 we'd meet you there.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> um we did talk about brunch, though. I will say that. We talked about brunch. I don't know what your plans are this weekend, if you're available.
0: Um, possibly. Although I just I just got word that apparently the in-laws are going to visit us. I don't know which day.
1: Have your people call my people. It's, right. I just wanted to float the idea. Although we do it I've also time.
0: heard that there's a possibility of perhaps seeing you tomorrow.
1: I'm seeing GQ tomorrow. So I don't know if you're going to make an appearance at that, but yeah, I, am, I originally, I had, I originally had
0: declined the invitation, but then it was later revealed to me. And I should have realized this. I should have realized this because, of course, he's meeting you, um, yes. but you're meeting at 11 a.m. <laughs> yes. So then I said prime, to myself, oh,
1: prime dinner time
0: that that does change my calculus a little bit. So I may I may I may put in an appearance. I, I'm not sure yet.
1: Okay. So maybe brunch might
0: be too much this weekend. I don't know. Like you might not want to see me multiple days this weekend. I can be great. Spe-
1: I spent years seeing you every day. And I can understand a, why
0: you would not want that to happen again.
1: With only with only a mild psychosis. <laughs> so
0: do you think I caused a psychosis for you?
1: No. Uh uh-huh. no, I think I, I if there were issues, I had issues way before you showed. Yeah, fair up. Enough. So, no, I, 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 we, our own unique versions actually meshed well, which again, oh, so. we talk about it all. We talk about it all the time. We decided to be roommates out of spite and it wound up working if there's anything fairly that I'm well. good at.
0: It's doing anything out of spite.
1: <sighs> it's a good motivator. <laughs> the best. It's a really good motivator. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't have a ton. We have a couple emails we can get to. I, I am delighted at the possibility that you may make an appearance. We can. Uh, I I can't speak for GQ. I will say I am open to moving the location if it better fits your oh, care. schedule and time. I just I don't want you needing to drive all the way into one town, then have to go back to pick up the puppy and Mrs. Manson and then drive to the vet. Whatever.
0: That's my life. So It is what it is.
1: All right. All uh, right. All In is happening fairly soon. Oh, really? We talked yeah. the, uh, the 27th, so not this oh. weekend, but the weekend following. Um, I
0: need to put some invites out.
1: It, we, I
0: don't know if, the, if this is known, and maybe you're going to tell me, but I remember at one point, one of those shows, All In or All Out, had nothing announced.
1: It was a it, up until very recently, within the last week or two, Nothing was announced.
0: So I guess my question is, has cards for both of those shows been announced? Which one seems stronger? So if we were to only watch one of them, given the quick turnaround time, which is the one that seems like the one that should be purchased and Mm -hmm. watched?
1: Well, All Out is the second show. It's happening on the second Labor Day weekend. And all out, the only match that has been announced is Luchasaurus versus Darby Allen for the TNT title.
0: That's the one. That's the one for me.
1: Um, All in, live from Wembley Stadium. Although, do you think, what do you think I'll be
0: able to see Glenn? If, if I look real closely at the crowd?
1: I don't know if Glenn's going. Although now I'm trying to wonder. Usually, UK shows happen earlier in the day. Huh? They're in Lo- They're in London. What about Che? So
0: and Simon. Well, if I squint,
1: think I could make out either one of those, mother. I hope so. I hope they go. Uh, the show will begin at six p.m. local time, which is one p.m. in New York. So, this, so not will on, it
0: air live though, like on fight or whatever.
1: I would assume so. It would be very strange. Yeah. I think it's going to be a 1 p.m. show.
0: Is that Saturday or Sunday?
1: That is August 27th. So that is Sunday because I go back to work on the 28th, as do you. Yeah. So huh. if it was Sunday night, there was no way I would consider it because I got it. But 1 p.m. in the afternoon, I mean, it's the day before school starts. So I'm not sure what my schedule is going to be like, but that, that, I think AEW should exclusively do shows in the UK, and I would watch more of them. All right. Uh, You are getting, let's see, FTR versus the Young Bucks. I believe we knew that one ahead of time. That'll be good. We are getting uh, Hikaru Shida versus Tony Storm versus Soraya versus Britt Baker. We are getting... I
0: like I like one and a half
1: of those wrestlers. Sure. We are getting Darby Allen and Sting as one team taking on a Lucha Underground team, which would be Swerve, Strickland, aka Killshot, and AR slash Dante Fox.
0: I don't know if I know who that is.
1: Maybe he showed up. He he was part of Lucha Underground at one point, but that might have been after you stopped watching. I don't remember. He's good. I've seen him on Ring of Honor a couple times. He's good. Okay. So, I'm delighted that Swerve is is getting a So
0: Swerve a tag... I, I take it is no longer um tagging with the
1: Wildcat. No, he's not tagging with Bearcat Keith Lee. He has his own group called the Mogul Embassy. And what
0: is Keith David up to these days? Uh,
1: I believe he's the just Taking over as the voice for Lance Reddick on some video huh. game, I well, believe. Well, what's Keith Lee up to? Uh, this. He's not on the show. The last I knew, he was teaming with Dustin Rhodes. Promising. So, Naturally Limitless, I believe, was the name of their team. Love it. See what see what they did there. Uh, we are getting the Golden Elite along... Oh, no. Yes, the Golden Elite. So, Kota Ibushi, Kenny Omega, and Hangman Page...
0: Which one's Kota Ibushi?
1: He was in the um Cruiserweight Classic and he was part of the Golden Lovers team with Kenny Omega in New Japan. He's good. He's
0: not Okada. He's
1: the one. No, he's the one that wrestled Clearly. for DDT, the Japanese wrestling and he would wrestle like a st- stuffed doll and have oh, like Oh, guy. Oh, okay. yeah. yes, 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 yes. He's good. Uh they are teaming to take on uh Takeshita And Bullet Club
0: Guy who was in NXT for a while, who like came, had like a match, injured himself. Kenta? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Coda, Kenta. I was getting confused. What was his name? Um, Hideo Atami. Kick Tommy, I believe we called him. Yes. Kenta. Uh, And Bullet Club Gold, which is Juice Robinson, aka uh, CJ Parker from NXT, and Jay White.
0: I actually know who Juice Robinson is. Jay White, never heard of him.
1: Yeah. Uh, we are getting a stadium stampede match. I don't know what that is. Nobody does. Uh, but it's um, going to be Eddie Kingston, stadium Orange stadium Cav-
0: stampede match is a type yes. of hybrid tag match. Location and cinematic match that originated in AEW and has been run twice at their Double or Nothing pay-per-view. The match typically involves 10 wrestlers, in a 5v5 match. And all five wrestlers of the two teams are each part of an established faction. This often violent and brutal match is contested under hardcore rules. And it starts in a ring in the middle of the TIAA Bankfield. This is clearly not... Why would this be here as part of the description of what this match is? This is worthless. You were saying?
1: Um... It's Eddie Kingston and a bunch of friends. The Lucha Brothers will be part of it. Orange Cassidy is part of it. Okay. Uh, Taking on the Blackpool Combat Club and three wrestlers to be determined. Huh. So Moxley. So it is going to be 12, a 12-man match. I thought when you said cinematic, I was like, do these guys just not want to go to London? So they're going to film this match ahead of time and then not take the flight. But uh, then the last... He broke his forearm in that match with Okada at the
0: last shot. Oh, that's right. I remember that.
1: So he's still healing. Okay. And then the last two matches are Chris Jericho versus Will Osprey. I don't know how to
0: feel <laughs> oh, about the that. Face. I, if you told me it was Will Ospreay versus Chris Jericho from 2000, I'd be very excited.
1: Yes, it would be great. Yeah.
0: But today's just Chris Jericho. Well, you know what? I this is gonna jinx it. It's gonna jinx it. It has the potential to be the best Jericho match of the last
1: two years. Five years? I was gonna say. Right? It has uh, potential. And, and then, yeah. And then the uh, the main event, probably hopefully for the world title mjf versus adam cole baby cool
0: i don't really like so, either of those guys <laughs>
1: <laughs> well then there you go i was going to say you could go to bed early but you could take the dogs uh, can you take after this round of shots can lenny go out and go for walks or is he still waiting He's a still little
0: still waiting while? a bit he needs one more round of shots ah.
1: after this all right well you could take lenny outside at least and you know oh yeah well, they he can goes to the outside. bathroom business since you check you tend to check out of these wrestling well, actually I, I've seen one with you and you checked out about two thirds of the way through they get long they do it was forbidden door
0: yeah I could tell you right here like if the card is like the order that you presented yeah I would guess that I would lose steam around that stadium stampede match. I would guess that match would appear incomprehensible to me in some way. Mm-hmm. I would lose interest. Chris Jericho will probably put on a loser of a match because he always does. Sorry uh, these days. And then I would be completely tapped out before MJF and M. Cole even yeah. took the stage.
1: This is why I, I don't understand the people who you know and Nate has said this he has you have to watch these shows live otherwise I'm like granted I watched this most of the second half of SummerSlam just a couple days ago I enjoyed it quite a bit the matches that I saw even Ronda versus Shayna was a very different women's match than we had seen before the crowd didn't seem to care for it but I dug it Rollins versus Balor was pretty good Uh, There was another match, I forget, that was pretty good. Oh, Gunther versus Drew McIntyre was what you expect it to be. So
0: We slapped each other a bunch.
1: There there was a lot of just, yeah, a lot of hitting each other. Uh, So, yeah, that's the show. April, or not April, August 27th. uh, Live from London. I don't know if any of the UK besties are going. Nobody's said anything. Uh, But the bestie chat is very quiet. We get people telling me, usually when they send emails in and maybe one or two other conversations a week. And that's about it. So it's all quiet on the bestie front. So I'm hoping that means that their lives are so rich and full and wonderful uh, that they don't have time to check in with us. But I doubt that. I don't know. I hope, I hope they're all doing well. Me too. (sighs) Hmm. So where do you feel like going? I could try to figure out where in the heck... Oh, there are the hypotheticals. We do have hypotheticals. I have more awkward conversation starters. We have emails. What what sounds good? Do you have something you've prepared for us to discuss today? No. Okay. Just thought I'd ask. Um,
0: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, okay, here's a question for you. Sure. I don't know why. I think I was thinking about I think Nate asked us a couple of weeks ago like what was like your most embarrassing like memory or something. Along those lines, a little different spin on the question. What is your most What is your guiltiest pleasure? like in your hobbies or life or, or whatever, what would you say is your guiltiest of pleasures? The thing that you are maybe a little embarrassed to admit that you like.
1: Well, it's interesting because, you know, oftentimes people would say pro wrestling. Um, you know, it, I know that some people, not, not, present company of course but some people probably find it a little odd that i go back and i'm watching wrestling from 20 years ago and all of that sort of thing um i will watch very you know i i think some of the youtube things that i watch are probably a little they're not necessarily things that i would tell people about um You know, I had a phase where I was watching, you know, songs from Glee or songs from Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, which is not a show I ever saw. But I watched some of the songs from that sort of thing. And again, you know, if my wife comes in, she's like, what you doing? I'm like, oh, just playing around on YouTube. (laughs) And she's like, oh. Yeah, fair enough. You know, which probably sounds like I'm doing something far worse than watching, you know. But I, I will remember, like... You know, just oftentimes different tastes in music. I remember having, like, a classical guitar CD that I used to listen to. And people would be like, why do you listen to elevator music? And getting, like, really, like, offended <laughs> that they were criticizing my music. Oh, I
0: thought they were offended that you were listening to that. And you were just like, what? What's the problem here?
1: No. no it's like telling somebody like, you
0: listen to Nickelback. They get offended.
1: Yeah. No. No, I was offended that they didn't like my awesome flamenco music or whatever it was. What about you? What's your guiltiest pleasure? I mean,
0: at this point, it's probably anime.
1: That's fair. Although you, now granted, I felt very comfortable talking about some of this here with other people, not so much. Yeah. So maybe this is a safe space. Yeah. But,
0: uh, and I would say the thing ballpark. with the anime is I've also, I'll even go a step further, I've come sure. to enjoy shoujo anime and mangas which is a is a sub genre um they, they have different shonen uh shoujo uh, different and basically what it is is these are works that are targeting different audiences and historically the shoujo manga is targeted towards adolescent girls and young women okay so these are like you know love stories and romances and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, but yeah, there's been a number of them that I've taken to quite a bit. Um, I don't know.
1: Have I asked you before, is there a genre that is anime but also horror? Because I would think that would be right in your there, wheelhouse.
0: And there are there's definitely some crossover. There are definitely some animes that are more horror leaning. Um, I haven't found really any that I really really like. At least, well, that's not entirely true. Um, I think Mob Psycho 100 is really more of an action adventure thing, but there's horror elements to it. And I talked about liking that show earlier. And when I first got onto this whole thing, yeah, I would say some of the Gateway stuff was definitely horror-related. Like, I found um, an anime series called Another. Um, that one's definitely horror-related, and I liked that one quite a bit. Um, but, like, some of the more mainstream horror anime stuff, like Death Note, that might be something you've actually heard of. Like, I watched a handful of episodes, like six maybe. I just really was not into it. Like, I, it just was slow and kind of dumb. I don't know. Like, so I don't know. I haven't really hit found a stride, I would say, with that stuff. I don't know how to pronounce the word. The, the sort of subgenre I'm really big in right now is probably more of... Uh, shown in manga so adolescent boys but i think it's like Ikeisai or something like that um and basically these these they have a whole subgenre of people basically who usually the setup is you die and you re- get reincarnated in a fantasy world and typically you now are basically living in a video game where like you can level up and Increase your stats and so on and so. And this is a whole subgenre. There's a million of these fucking things, and most of them are trash. But they're all new to me, and mm-hmm. that's where I'm mostly losing my time right now. The one that I'm enjoying most right now, it's a manga that I'm reading, and there's like a hundred issues of it. So, and I've most, I'm almost all the way through it. The name of this one is called uh, "That Time I Reincarnated as a Slime." So, you know, a little tongue-in-cheek, a little more humorous. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. There's there's fun stuff to be had out there.
1: Would you like to be reincarnated in a video game? And if so, what video game would you prefer uh, to... I think it's
0: a fun fantasy. I do think it's a clever idea. I, I don't know that I would actually want to. Um, but, you know, it's, it's it sounds fun, right? <laughs>
1: I like the idea. It's better than, you know, some other ideas of what happens when you die. And
0: the, th- the thing so. I think is funny is I don't know how much you know about, like, especially Japanese culture, but this is, I think this is pretty common that, you know, they tend to be very serious um, in terms of their professional work lives, right? They tend yes. to be, I would say, dare I say, workaholics. And, and that's just sort of like a societal thing. And so you can kind of see how, this is uh, maybe slightly problematic as a premise where it's basically these characters that tip usually, you know, they have these awful boring lives, they're shut-ins, they do nothing but work, and then they die and suddenly I'm in a new world where I have unlimited freedom. I can do go on adventures and do anything I want. Like, it's kind of on some level disturbing to think that this is like, a thing that their culture has produced as escapist entertainment because apparently in the at least maybe not the individual but in the cultural subconscious they hate the daily lives so much that sure. this is the outlet
1: i i have heard that that is also why some of like you know that is why a lot of their culture in the animes are so popular they need escape like, yeah You know, get on a crowded train, go to work, work a ridiculously long time, get back on a crowded train, go into a noodle shop, be crammed in there, eat your food, go back to your small apartment. You need to to be able to unwind. I could see you having a very good time in Japan.
0: I just I've fallen down this YouTube um, hole of just people. There, there's people that just show you like different vending machines throughout yes. Japan oh, or, or or different cafes there's, like the cat. Yeah, cafes, there's the some bar cafes. Oh.
1: Yeah, there's some former uh, BuzzFeed person that has a YouTube series that my wife and I will sometimes watch. And we watched one where she was exploring a bunch of different vending machines in Japan and whatever.
0: I love I love the heated vending machines. Like, I, that's just such an odd thing to me. But, like, you can get a hot beverage in a can mm-hmm. out of a vending machine. Yeah. They even have vending machines where you can get ramen or, or whatever. Like, it'll prepare a hot meal for you. Like, I think mm-hmm. that's... I, vending machines with just fucking sandwiches in them.
1: Random aside, do you still have vending machines on campus? We have not had a soda machine in our school for years. They took away
0: point. all of the drink vending machines... There are still some food vending machines, but there are no drink vending machines.
1: Yeah. I don't know what happened, but I ask every year and I'm told, yeah, no, I, I think I might have or- said
0: this on the show. They, they recently removed the most popular cafe on campus, which happened to serve the buildings that I am associated with. They got rid of yep. that. And there was a huge uproar about it. everybody was mad about it. And then like a month later is when they removed the drink vending machines. And now there's literally nowhere to get a drink unless you're going to walk like 10 minutes to a different building. That's
1: about the yeah, closest one. That, I don't understand the logic. Of I that. don't either. But again, new university. I'm going through my YouTube watch history. So let's see. Um, I spent some time today listening to barbershop quartet competitions. All right. Um, uh, let's see. I watched some scenes from Stranger Things. I watched The Rock return to surprise Eugene. (laughs) Um, Have you seen Only Murders in the Building?
0: I've seen the first two seasons.
1: We just finished season one and started season two yesterday. Okay. So so we had not seen it, and I think my mom may have mentioned it. Or again, we are often two or three years delayed for some of these. But... Season one was great. That part at the end where Steve Martin is drugged and they have to like strap him yeah. into the strol- the dog stroller. I do not remember the last time a TV show made me laugh that yeah. hard. I was. Season dying. one was
0: very, very good.
1: I'm slightly concerned that season two is not going to be as good. And the fact that season three is already a musical. I'm like, I will like it. But I. I don't
0: think season two is anywhere near as good as the first season. But I do still think it's worth watching. It was still enjoyable.
1: Yeah, we'll watch it, yeah. but
0: I'm and I'm interested to watch season three. I know that there's a few episodes out now. We were looking at it the other night, but Mrs. Manson wanted to wait until a few more episodes had dropped before we start, so that we have a bit of a backlog. Smart. Going through, should we choose to want to watch Smart. more than one at a time? That's fine with me.
1: I watched a trailer for the movie called The Farm.
0: That's the one where people get kidnapped you... and treated as animals.
1: Yes. yes. Yeah. I was. I don't remember why that came. I don't know if it was mentioned in a podcast or what, but all of a sudden, I was just like, oh, I'll watch this through. Okay. I'll have to mention this to Doc, because I'm certainly not going to lie. I saw a lot of body parts in bags.
0: Yeah. I'm aware of it. Um, I don't think it's the sort of thing that interests me,
1: but... Yeah. I suppose my YouTube history is not that bad now that I think about it, but... All right. But yeah, I I will have to think if there are other guilty pleasures that I have, but I'm fairly comfortable with my dorky lifestyle.
0: Yeah. On YouTube there's also sure. a channel called uh Meat Canyon.
1: Okay. What is Meat, Meat Canyon? Meat Canyon
0: is an animator. Uh he makes like horror themed animated videos usually based off of pop culture stuff, but like real dis- like, he got famous, I think, for, like, sort of a real disturbing Bugs Bunny cartoon that got, like, taken down. Um, sure. And he's definitely done a whole bunch of stuff like that. I always watch them. They're, he, a lot a lot of them are commentaries on, like, a lot of other, like, YouTube commentators and things like that. I enjoy those, but I definitely think that's not something that I would mention in polite company.
1: I started watching some Uncle Roger again because I am very behind I don't, I don't know if I've familiar with that one. There is a British stand-up comedian who is Vietnamese, but he has a character called Uncle Roger who watches cooking videos and makes fun of them, essentially. Um, I don't necessarily know that it's entirely politically correct with some of the stuff he says, but it can be funny. Uh, But yes, what what are your guilty pleasures, Bestie? Send us an email as we transition to that section of the show. Um, I'd like to know what your guilty pleasures are. What are the things you enjoy doing that you won't tell people in your day-to-day life, but you'll happily tell the tens and tens of listeners? (laughs) Podcast at ddtwrestling.com. We have three emails for us this, uh, this afternoon, not evening. The first one comes from Nate, satisfied monotony.
0: Good morning, my dear friends. More monotony in my week to week life, but I think that's okay. Routine is good to have, and I do what I enjoy. Last Friday, I saw The Last Voyage of the Demeter, the new Dracula movie. It was pretty good. Good acting, scares were decent, enough gore, and still felt claustrophobic on the boat. Would recommend it. And this weekend, I plan on seeing Blue Beetle, which should be good with the new DCU starting, it seems almost pointless. But I'm still pretty excited for it. Few questions this week. Doc, what do you think is the penultimate home invasion movie? The Strangers gets my vote, although a flawed movie. And I think you should release the Sound Scary episodes weekly. Oh, thank you for that feedback. Um, DC, who would be your choice to win the NL MVP? Uh
1: new I can I can address I can address that question MVP? Lewis uh, yeah National League ah. would be the I can talk baseball a bit in a little you don't have to read the Louis whole thing
0: are Rays Araz or Matt Olson the part I'm gonna read it anyways the part of that is actually being most valuable the Braves have three other players with 20 plus home runs which makes him not that special on that team I'd choose Luis because he's won more games to the Marlins and shown to be a true asset amongst many mediocre players. And I'll mention he has more five-hit games this year than anyone by four? Oh, also, I don't know if you wear graphic tees, Doc, but there's a site called Cavity Colors with awesome horror t-shirts. I have many from them. Enjoy your night, and I hope your weekend is amazing. Yes, I'm aware of Cavity Colors. They are awesome. Yes, thank you for that recommendation.
1: Um, Do you have any? What's that? Do you have any of those shirts? Do I don't. You, I don't see you in a lot of horror shirts. To no,
0: be I, I, I don't really wear any graphic tees at all anymore, but that was certainly a thing I wore 10, 15 years ago. Um, I, well, maybe I'll get into it again someday, but not, not the moment anyways. Um, mm-hmm. The Strangers, I think, is a really good pick. I think that's probably one of the best. Another that I enjoy a lot, which... Is it 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 presents as a home invasion movie, but it's not really. Um, it's that's a lot of fun. Is your next? I think that's a really good one. Um, again, you might you might have seen that and you don't probably think of it as a horror home invasion movie, but it kind of is. And I think um, in terms of like the pen ultimate, there is a movie. I want to say it's a New Zealand movie originally. Um but it was there is an American remake and I believe the remake was helmed by the original directors um it's a movie called no, I don't think it is the same director actually but we're no I, mm, mm, I gotta look it up now I think it uh the name of the movie is funny games and funny games probably has has probably got the lockdown on that, I would say in terms of the best of all time and the thing with funny games is, I don't. I don't want to say too much, but it's also not just a straight horror movie. There's a little bit more to it. I think. That, I think that's one that a lot of people, some scenes, people find to be difficult. Um, but there is more to it, uh, and I think both versions of that film are worth watching. Um, although I, I, the original probably has my my heart. But yes, it is the same director for both of them. So. Um, sort of interesting. I, I would say that one is very, very interesting, and you'll probably find a lot of horror nerds online would would maybe name that one. So yeah, funny games is is definitely a good recommendation as well.
1: Uh, yeah. So baseball. Um, I'll preface this by saying I, I, while I am conversant in baseball, I do not follow most of the NL teams. Um, super well, you know, I, I know a little bit, um, the players you mentioned the, the 2023 Atlanta Braves potentially have the best offense ever. Like they're just, you know, if you look and I'm going just on what I heard on, you know, commentary for a Red Sox game recently, um, just in terms of all nine of their batters that they go about are are very, very good, and they just have a very complete lineup. Um, so it's difficult to imagine that one of them would win, especially when you say Matt Olsen, when they also have Ronald Acuna, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, who is probably the favorite to win the NL MVP. Um, I like, the, you know, the Marlins were a bad team for a very long time, and I always cheer for the bad teams that suddenly you know, become good. Um, I did that with the Tampa Bay Rays, and now that's over, and I'd like them to start losing again. But, uh, you know, I would go, of the two you mentioned, I would go with Arreus as well, because, like I said, the Braves have the more complete lineup. Um, but again, don't take my word for it, because I've not watched any National League games that aren't playing the Red Sox.
0: So. As, as an aside, as you were talking baseball there, I went over to chat GPT and I asked it to recommend me the best home invasion films. And yes. number one, Funny Games. Number two, hey. The Strangers. Number three, You're Next. So
1: wow. I think
0: I'm on a roll here. And just looking at the other top 10 they gave me, uh, I also, yes, I would recommend Hush. I thought that was a good film. And this one, if you could find, this one was remade also. There's original French film. And there's an American remake. I I again prefer the original French film, but I think both are fine. Uh, but I would recommend the French if you don't mind subtitles. Um, called Inside, um, that one is a. It's part of the. It's part of a the new wave French horror movie. So it's kind of gory, a bit more disturbing. That's sort of what the French films are are known for from this time period. Um, and it's a home invasion about then the main character is a pregnant woman. Um, and I guess I'll just leave it at that. So if that sounds like it could be triggering, maybe don't watch it, but um, I think that's a really good one as well. A pretty, pretty, pretty disturbing. So
1: I will also mention just for, for the satisfaction of one, Brandon Banks, um, Cody Bellinger of Mr. Banks beloved Chicago Cubs uh, is having a very good season as well. Thank you, Nate. I, and I will say this as well. I don't think there's a problem with monotony. I think if if you're, if you, ha- things are monotony going well often and it comes seems-
0: around because you found a groove that you enjoy. Yes. Exactly. And that can become so, an issue eventually.
1: But yeah. Yeah. Uh, Glenn, bestest of all besties, chimes in with the best. Of the worst.
0: Hi guys, following on from my email a few weeks ago about the worst wrestling gimmicks, let's do a bracket, bracket to see who's the best of the worst. Well, this is a bracket. So, DC, you're going to take over from
1: here. Uh, the Yeti versus Max. I'm going to go,
0: Max Moon. What do you think?
1: I, I suppose we are defining it. Are we saying best of the worst? In that the winner has to be the worst, or is the winner the better of the two? The better two. of the two. Max Moon is by far a better wrestler than the Yeti. The Yeti's debut is gold. Okay. Him coming out at the end of World War Three with the toilet paper and doing a... Have you seen the double bear hug of him and the giant with Hulk Hogan? No. It's, it's, exa- it's everything you like in pro All wrestling. Right. It is wrestle silly to the max if you get the vote. But yes, Max Moon, originally Conan, uh quickly replaced by Paul Diamond of uh the Orient Express and Bad Company. But uh, all right. Arachnaman versus Oz. I'm
0: gonna go with Arachnaman because Oz can't possibly be the best wrestler <laughs> of any matchup. No. Sorry, Kevin Nash.
1: I believe. I believe Arachnoman was Brad Armstrong, who was a very, very good wrestler in a v- very hilarious Spider Man outfit with just slightly different colors until Marvel sent a cease and desist letter. Oh, this is mean. Shockmaster versus Tugboat.
0: Given that it's the same person, I'll give yeah. it to Shockmaster because I think that gimmick actually is gold compared to fucking Tugboat. They put a bib
1: on yeah. him, for Christ's sake. He looked, he looked lovely in his jaunty sailor. Sure. Style. The Kiss Demon versus PN News. I'm familiar
0: with PN News.
1: PN News was a rapping wrestler, kind of an overweight wrestler from the early 90s WCW. Not good. The raps weren't bad, but the wrestling not good. Uh, often teamed up with Big Josh, who would go on to be Doink the Clown. Awesome.
0: Okay, so he's got something going for him by association. Um,
1: Although, having said that, Dale Torborg, who played the Kiss Demon, also terrible. So I think if I were voting, I would go for PN News.
0: I'm down with you. Let's do that.
1: All right. Plus, then you get a Hoss fight, Shockmaster versus PN News. The Mexicals versus Three Count.
0: I'm looking at Three Count. I don't know if I remember this.
1: Again, you didn't watch WCW, so I don't think you would. This is Evan Courageous. You've got the Hurricane in there. He's one of them. Um, you've got Shannon Moore, who's another one. They were the Backstreet Boys band, the wrestling boy band.
0: Now, all the wrestlers, well, so there's two good, at least two really good wrestlers there. The Mexicals had excellent yeah. wrestlers as well. I, True. But I can't give it to the Mexicals because that gimmick I find offensive. So I'm going to have yes. to give it to three count.
1: No, plus three count was eventually managed by MMA superstar Tank Abbott, who would wear a tank top with holes cut out for his nipples to. Was
0: he through. at all at all related to armbar Abbott?
1: Uh, that remains to all be right. seen. I think we're waiting on the test results. Uh, Friar Ferguson versus seven. I might
0: give it to Friar Ferguson. I I like, um, what's his name? Uh, Festus. Bastion. Is that not who Friar Ferguson was?
1: Oh, Bastion
0: Booger. I'm still going to give it to
1: Friar Ferguson. Yeah. Seven was a one time, like he showed up once and broke character midway through the promo. Dustin Rhodes did. So, uh, Adam bomb versus nails. That's a tough one.
0: The answer's probably Nails, but I want to give it to Adam Bomb.
1: I think Brian Clark, who played Adam Bomb, was a better wrestler than Nails Give was. it to Adam Bomb. But again, it, dep- it depends on what we're talking about in terms of best of the worst. And then the main event anywhere in the country, Bastion Booger versus Repo Man. Bastion
0: Booger is already going into the next round
1: Repo, as Repo, Friar Repo Ferguson.
0: So I guess we've got to give it to Repo Man.
1: Yeah, Barry Darso. Uh, second round, Max Moon versus Arachnaman.
0: I think Max Moon. The strength okay. of that gimmick.
1: Regardless of the quality Shock of the wrestlers. Ma- yes. Shockmaster versus PN Again,
0: got to give it to Shockmaster.
1: Three Count versus Friar Ferguson, which I would love to watch as a handicap match.
0: I'm going to give it to Friar Ferguson. I'm sure the That's Hurricane fine. and that other guy.
1: Three Count was good. Three Count was one of the few reasons to watch WCW there at the end, their feud with the Young Dragons, which was had Jamie Noble and Jimmy but Wang in fairness, Yang in it.
0: Just because he messed this thing up here, sorry, Glenn, you messed it up.
1: Um, Are we making a Bastion, Bastion Booger? Booger.
0: For, yeah. for, Friar Ferguson, no, Bastion Booger,
1: yes. P- people, people who listen to the Joy of Booking know I often will cheat when it comes to those sorry. sorts of things and move things around. Uh, Adam Bomb, a Repo Man, another great. That's got to be Repo Man. Yeah. Max Moon versus Shockmaster.
0: Moon. I don't know if you agree with that, but
1: that outfit is Fred so Oppen- good. Typhoon was not a great no. wrestler. He was a good yeah. big man, but not a good wrestler. Bastion Booger versus Repo Man. It's a rematch. That's right now. Man. Yeah. So our main event, Max Moon versus Repo Man. Well,
0: I think the Max Moon gimmick is the flashier of the two for sure and arguably maybe the better wrestler, I think the best of the worst is the Repo Man.
1: He had tire treads on his so outfit. So good. So good. Oh, my God. He 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 would run like he just never stood up straight. Yeah. <laughs> constantly lurking. Oh, Glenn, we love you. Mrs. Manson, 15 years of horror. Hi, guys. I'm sure he'll love hearing this, but yes... Doc is right. I do love hearing that. I have have him to thank for my horror film EduMication. One does not find themselves in an amorous relationship with the great Doc Manson for 15 years without learning to enjoy horror movies. I think my biggest realization was there are so many different genres of horror and so many different decades of horror to enjoy. There is no one definition of scary. And what was considered a horror movie in the 1920s is going to be very different than the horror movies from the 2020s. And thanks to Horrid, I took a deep dive into the history of horror and haven't looked back si- since. Season two, Doc, I cosign. That's two votes for season two. I want twice as much research. No. I now proudly identify as a drive-in mutant. My love for the last drive-in and Doc Manson. Will never die. In blood and breasts and beasts, Mrs. Manson. Is that Joe Bob's Yeah? It's
0: part of the uh slogan? Slogan? oath. We believe in blood and breasts and beasts. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, there we go. Doc Manson, besides your wife sending an email to let everyone know that you were right, what is your piece of positivity? Mm. I have an assumption as to what it is because we haven't talked about it, but I could be wrong. What is it? We have not mentioned uh, the recent... Sounds scary. Have we finished the season? Is it done? It's
0: not done being edited, um, but we did finish recording as of yesterday. So all 10 episodes are in the can. A truncated season, perhaps, compared to season one. But in fairness, season one also took a break halfway through. It took us like two years to get through that first season. So... Really, this maybe ought to be season three, and we probably should have called the comeback of season one, season two. But whatever, that's all in the past now. And uh, yeah, looking forward to those starting up pretty soon here. Uh, Got to get the the first episode up and online, and we're probably gonna re- we're we are releasing that one on August twenty first, as said in the trailer. Um, and at the moment, sorry, Nate. But at the moment, I think the plan is to release every other week. So we will see how that
1: goes. Makes it last longer, like I said.
0: Something to look forward to come January. Yeah. We'll see if that
1: changes. We still have a few things aside. Um, Yeah. Is that your piece of positivity or do you got something else lined up for it? Yeah,
0: that could be my piece of positivity. Why not? Um, Because there's not much else going on. Although... You know, I've got various um, programs, one of which allows me to sort of easily search for movies and things. But I just recently found out how to add lists to the discovery feature in there. So now I know how to, say, tell it to search for every movie directed by John Carpenter or every movie with Linnea Quigley in it. Um, So that's been something really cool that I've been... Uh, playing with the last couple of days. That has been interesting.
1: How difficult do you think it would be for a layperson with no skills at all uh, to be able to do some of this stuff? I understand it's probably a little... There's probably certain elements that are, are tricky, but... I would say...
0: At its core, to do a simplified version of what I have done, not that difficult. Like, if you wanted to do a lot of it manually, as opposed to setting up these different programs that does some of the legwork for you, it would be fairly straightforward. Um, However, not without the need for various paid services to facilitate. Okay. Nothing's free, DC. Okay.
1: Well, of course not. I think about it and I'm like, all right, I would love, Peacock doesn't have it and I don't think it's a priority, but I would love to try to start figuring out if I could find... A good quality collection of like WCW Saturday night episodes, which might not be quite the same thing (laughs) as looking for John Carpenter movies.
0: Depending on what you're looking for, depending on, especially stuff that's older, can be trickier to find. It has to be something that somebody actually has a copy of and that they've made available, right? A lot of like older stuff, like I, for the longest time, I've actually been looking for. Um, seasons of trading spaces. Oddly enough, I just remember binging and enjoying that show, the TLC yeah. show. Nowhere
1: Fair. to be found with Page. Whatever. yeah. yeah, yeah. Is.
0: Nowhere to be found. So, like stuff from that era, stuff that hasn't been digitized, I think, becomes very mm. spotty and difficult to
1: acquire. It is slightly disheartening to think of the sheer amount yeah. of television Just gone that is yeah. gone.
0: Yeah, I, I I often think about that in a different context, but within the context of the preservation of video games, because there you have an additional sort of complication in that you also you need the game and also the hardware, right? And mm. that can become Increasingly difficult, especially as you get to older devices. Like, where do you get a Commodore 64 in this day and age? Where do you get an Atari? <laughs> uh, what was it? The first one was what? The Atari 200? Like, where do you get that uh, and copies of those games? Like, it's, don't get me wrong, emulation has done great things, but that's not really the same thing as playing it on original hardware. It's probably close enough. For most people, yeah, um, but it's not really the same thing. Um, and yeah, there's and there's a lot of stuff that's just been lost, and yeah, just gone. I, I, I often lament and that. And I understand. As well.
1: I understand that there, there's historical precedent for it. The sheer number of books, you know, that were burned. You know, a library was burned. But it does by seem weird, though, that insane.
0: because. Because at least as of right now, well, at least not very widespread in this country. I won't say not at all. But nobody's nobody's <laughs> burning libraries right now. You know what I mean? Um, and not more yet. so, nobody's burning movie collections. Nobody's burning the video games. It didn't take a tragedy to lose this vast amount of material. And yes, it very well might be in our future that that happens. But right now, we've only lost these things because of capitalism because it's not yeah. cost effective to save this stuff and to make it available to the public, like it's just yeah. greed, the reason but, why we've lost this stuff mostly yeah. or
1: or or it's the the people who you know at one point in time, you had no there was no concept of streaming services or anything like that, so you didn't necessarily feel the need to save you know you you did an episode of. 1986 wrestling from, you know, whatever independent company. And you did have it videotaped, but you had one copy. It got played on the air. You're done
0: forever lament. So that all episodes of a private earful and whatever exclusive content we put onto the NAI network is gone. We have no copies of that stuff, folks. When they shut down that feed and we lost it all.
1: And, and 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 from the sounds of it yeah they, it's not like they have it it's just you get rid of it and that that's it so yeah i could i could see you know a different path where i would have wanted to go into some sort of library science to try to archive stuff but you are you are sisyphus because there's no way to save everything it's true You know, even like, I'm sure there are episodes of Mythbusters somewhere, Discovery Plus or whatever, but eventually all of that stuff's going to disappear. Or where can you play the X-Men games or the Baldur's Gate games that we played in that apartment? You know, those are PS2 games, unless you have a PS2. Like, just I know this started out as a piece of positivity, but now I'm depressed. Um, I will say my piece of positivity yesterday, um, we were going to go, uh, to the Cape for a day trip, but it was a little overcast. It was a little kind of gross out. Uh, but then my wife was like, I'm planning something. Um, start packing food you want for a picnic. And I was like, okay. So we packed up, I got in the car having no idea where we were going. And we went, I have talked about this state park um here in connecticut for years and years and years we've never gone we went and found it we found a beautiful waterfall that we had a snack by we walked a bit we had lunch we did a couple of things on the way home it was just a lovely outing i encourage you whether you are with a romantic partner with friends even by yourself hard to surprise yourself but take some time go out just do something spontaneous and fun uh, you know it was lovely to just be you know outside eaten by a little uh river and had a lovely time so that was lovely. We have fleeting days left before we both go back to work. It was nice I'm to dreading in joy
0: can it. I just say the dread is set in I'm
1: not have you do you have back to school dreams? yeah,
0: I haven't had one yet,
1: but I had one a couple days ago
0: today I'm definitely Where I was at, thinking about it and existential dread like I began to feel like
1: like summer was being ripped away from me yep that is what happens and I get it at you know I know I knew in June I had 10 weeks off by week five no by week three I was like can you put 30 percent of the I know that 70 is clearly more than 30 but I was like how is it and now I'm down to probably less than 10 days before I'm back there, uh, sadly, no one has called. No billionaire has called willing to sponsor our show. We will give you all the private earfuls you want. Hey, hey!
0: if, if a billionaire, I'm going to sweeten the deal right now. Not only will you get as many episodes of DDT Wrestling as you like, I will throw in episodes of the Sound Scary Podcast. I will throw in episodes mm-hmm. of Horrid. We will throw in more episodes of The Joy of Booking. I am
1: volunteering you for that. You, you can, you can have all, I will give you the backlog of all 311 or so episodes. All I'm saying is if any billionaire does
0: want to support our podcasting endeavors, we will give you the full value of that money.
1: Yes. I'll even open it up to the multimillionaires.
0: I mean, their money's just as good
1: this just, just as good uh i hope you had a just as good time listening to this fun filled episode we talked about eggplants we talked about existential dread you know what more do you need in a ddt wrestling experience doc manson anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that good night if
0: you'd like to have your thoughts run in the air send us an email podcast at ddt com. and if you like what you heard don't really know how that's possible but if you did Head over to patreon.com forward slash DDT wrestling. You give us just a little bit of financial support. It does help us keep the lights on. It keeps the podcast train chugging a lugging.
1: He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Have yourselves a thrilling rest of your week, my loves, until we meet again. Dear friends, won't you be a bestie?